my wolves have been begging to howl. First time doing it on a in GarageBand, so we'll see how this goes. Mark, Mark, Mark. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> okay. I don't understand. Well, okay, uh, whatever. You know what's really funny about that is I started doing it as a joke, but it turns out to be really effective. So it's effective and funny. Why would I? Why would I never not do it? Yeah. Yeah. Peter DePaulo, effective and funny. Oh, that is that would be a good little tagline for Peter's uh, business card. Thank you. Uh, welcome to Content Lacking Woo! Morning Edition. As a, as opposed to every other edition. <laughs> I forgot to say my name, which is Peter DePaulo. And he is the only member of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, sorry for the slow response. I, I am Macklin Zilber, and uh, I, I am suffering from a little condition that we like to call went to a food festival the night before a podcast recording, which apparently is a <laughs> recurring theme in uh, this show. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, I guess next time oh I'm going to have to. Well, hey, everybody, I'm Evan Crockett, and uh, usually I jump in anytime there is a if somebody introduces themselves usually i'm number two so i decided to let macklin go which was <laughs> clearly beautiful um clearly and, I, a and, and i'm uh, looking forward to i guess i'll have to go to a food festival before the next episode or else the segment yeah. the Otherwise. segment dies with us <laughs> yeah, that's, you'll break the chain. <laughs> Welcome oh to our favorite oh, segment, which is Who's Hungover This Week? <laughs> well, this, given that I that I don't drink at all, that will be very difficult for me to be hungover. Oh, we'll poison you. Uh, this <laughs> podcast gives a very different... Uh, like tells a very different story about us than what is the truth as far as who's hung over every podcast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it makes us seem like, whoa. I don't know what that voice was. Yeah, you know, whoa, so Peter, <laughs> whoa. Peter, I owe you an apology because when you uh, came onto the podcast last session, having gone to a food festival, I thought, what kind of lush drinks a lot at a food festival? <laughs> and oh, it yeah. turns out, as someone who has probably not had more than one drink in a night in like a year, that it's really easy when everyone is just handing you free high quality alcohol wherever you go. Especially, by the way, if you're a pescatarian and 70% of the food at the food festival is like filet is mignon meat. and like duck yeah. confit. Oh, yeah. 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 What would it be I like was, for uh, a vegetarian to, to go to one of those festivals? Like, would I be able They'd to? Be like, They'd be like, oh, this pie is really good. Yeah, I just would eat a bunch of pies, probably. I was thinking, like, probably just, like, baked goods would be the only thing I'd be able to eat. I bet you I bet you a pretty penny that uh, they got a vegetarian food festival out there in the world. Oh, yeah. No, I, I guarantee. In fact, I think I, I know of a couple. How well, pretty... I hope one's happening before next time we record. <laughs> How pretty is this penny we're talking about, Peter? Ah, oh, the prettiest, prettiest penny. It's the most um, prettiest penny. Uh, uh sports talk. Oh guys, boy, I sports a, talk. I had a yeah, I had a sports. Okay, so guys, uh, the reason I'm a, bringing this that was a bit up, of a complicated, funky baseline. Do you think you're going to be able to remember <laughs> that every time you introduce? I thought we were going talk. into our Seinfeld uh, talk segment. <laughs> 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 Seinfeld talk. Um, What's the deal okay, with so, podcasts? Um, well, <laughs> well, the reason, okay, so sports uh, season is starting right now. Um, sports are starting this season uh, and every all season sports. at this time. All sports are starting. And I had some questions for you guys, and they're real zingers. So this is a kind of a one-way sports corner. I'm the interview or you guys are the ones being interviewed. You okay. got to answer these questions. All right. Um, 
The first one is, what would the name of Hell's football team be? Like, you know, so like, oh. just, you know, because you think about like a, a, a city and then a name of a place. It's like the supposedly, I guess, an animal or thing that represents that place. So let's start with that. What, what would the name of Hell's football team be? I'd go with the Hell's Mangles. Because it's like Hell's Angels, <laughs> but they're going to mangle you on the front line. <laughs> okay. The Hell's Mangles. Oh, um, man. Okay. All right. We're going to go with the Hell's Mangles for the football team. What about their, what about their basketball team? Uh, the, the, the Reapers. Because they're like... Hell's Reapers. Because okay. they've, they've got like reach. Like a reaching reap situation. Okay, all right. Yeah. I like it. So we got the Hell's Mangles or the football team, then the Hell's Reapers, and then we have two more, which is baseball. What's baseball? Hold Ooh, on. I What's got the this city in Hell? Is there? Is there? Isn't there a city? Oh in, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, uh, but for baseball, just real quick, Dante's in third base. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> What does that even mean? I don't even understand that. Dante's in third. It's a little divine, little divine comedy here, him or there. Um, that's from Virgil's. Virgil, Vir, Virgil would be in third base, uh, right? Because Dante. All right, fuck it. Who gives a shit? No, no. This is. What? What are you? Why are you? No, I like this. No, segment. no, no. I'm not taking cool. the segment. I just forgot. I forgot. Uh, all Italians are, need to know all of the details of Dante's Inferno. It's sort of like a born, it's born in us. Um, okay, but so being only sixteen percent so Italian, sixteen percent. I had to go. Yeah, exactly. I had to go learn sixteen percent of it. So that's as far as I get. All right. So baseball. Uh, so okay, wait. Football, Mangles, um, basketball was the Reapers. Reapers. Baseball was what? Dante's in third now. <laughs> Or Dante's in third base. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, what an excellent team. Okay, the last the last team is hockey. Uh, oh, uh, shit. H-E double hockey sticks. Oh. <laughs> well done. Damn it, Macklin, you beat me. Oh, man. All right. I didn't know uh, that Evan, there was... Did you get any of those? I... Oh, yeah, I got. Well, what do you mean? Got got them? You get them? Because those are the actual names of each of the teams. How is your sports <laughs> trivia knowledge there? Did you did you get those jokes? Did you get the H E double hockey sticks joke? Is really crucial. They, let me explain it to you. The fourth no, circle. No, And that's been sports place. Sports place. It's heist talk. Hey guys, <laughs> and welcome to uh, our podcast within a podcast, Heist Talk, with a whole lot of breathing room in between segments. <laughs> um, so uh, each uh, week on Heist Talk, we uh, bring up a notable heist that happened and kind of try to figure out how each of our podcast members could have pulled it off. And uh, this week we're talking about a man stole $98,000 worth of ramen noodles in Georgia. Now, think about how cheap oh, a ramen packet is. Maybe, but... Think Whoa, what? Evan! Uh, seems like you already know no, about I, this heist. I just, uh, I just, I just maybe, heard about it. And I was, uh, ugh, ugh. Oh, uh, Evan, were uh, you a part of this heist? Also, this happened like <laughs> two weeks ago. So yeah, Evan is really oh, more up on the heist news <laughs> than I am. <laughs> oh, you guys don't have a, you don't have a Google's special word search for heist news. <laughs> Evan, yeah, tell yeah. us about the top five heists that have happened in the last year. All right, top One. five. Well, ramen. Two. <laughs> this is hard. This is harder to do over the phone. Um, Three. Four was uh, was a, a selection of Bic pens from Office Depot truck. Three. Um, wireless mice. From Amazon's store head warehouse in Georgia. Four. <laughs> Enamel pens ranging in size from small to large. 
from all Etsy stores. Eight. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Wait, are we counting down or up? I can't. <laughs> what is happening? The, this is the, the last one. The last one is the juice, <laughs> that yellow juice from highlighters. That was the most stolen item or substance this whole year. How much of the yellow juice are we talking about? Oh, we're talking 100,000 gallons of yellow highlighter juice. So stolen within the last uh, eight months. So, uh, Peter, without knowledge of this uh, yellow highlighter juice story, how would you go about stealing your 100,000 gallons of yellow highlighter juice? Okay, uh, I think about this every day. So I'm actually really well prepared to do this. Um, and when I say well prepared to do this, I mean that. I have the equipment. I'm ready to launch a heist of yellow highlighter juice. <laughs> Obviously, you go... Okay, easiest, 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 easiest thing. Number one, train to be a supply chain manager. Okay, so four-year degree, mm-hmm. all right? Uh, number two, do a few internships so that you can get your, you know, you pad your resume. So that's another two years. So we're talking six years in now. Um, three, get a job as an assistant supply chain manager, you know, at a... At a at like a, a pen company, something mm-hmm. like that, working in the factory, doing supply chain management. Mm-hmm. Finally, you make your move. You're a senior supply chain manager. You've got like five years of experience at least. You're going into a highlighter, ju- a highlighter juice you at this factory. Point? Yeah, you're like you're like forty five. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you got to go deep undercover if you want that juice, my man. Mm -hmm. So, all right, 45-year-old man, you've dedicated your career to supply chain management now. You get your job at the highlighter juice factory, okay? All you've got to do now is you just make a few boo-boos over the course of a 20-year period, you know, until your retirement, Every month you make a few boo-boos, one of the trucks disappears, right? And that's like about a thousand gallons. So over a hundred months, a thousand gallons disappears. You've got, you've got it. You're done. You're out. Mm. You're out of the game. You've got a hundred thousand gallons <laughs> of highlighter juice stored for when you retire at the ripe old age, you know, 55, maybe 60. You take your retirement from the company. You don't go to jail and you got that sweet highlighter juice. It's pretty much the perfect career and crime. I, so, well, first of all, I applaud you for finding out a way and instructing our audience in how to steal 100,000 gallons of highlighter juice. But I also want to commend you for making myself and I'm sure other uh, people listening um, you know, that sounds like a perfectly valid career. Like, now I kind of want to... I, now I'm like, huh, supply chain manager at a, at a pen factory. That doesn't sound too bad. I mean, you clearly, they'll let you keep your job even if you lose a truck a month. Yeah. <laughs> like, that sounds pretty good. Also, I just Googled how much water capacity in a truck which I'm sure is a common Google result. And the trucks could have 5,000 to 10,000 gallons of that sweet highlighter juice in oh, them. So you sweet. might be able oh, to, sweet. you know, only lose like a truck a year and still yeah. manage to hit that 100,000 <laughs> gallons. I, I, I like how you didn't accelerate the plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this plan is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, because from my perspective, yeah, if you lose a truck a month, you know... They're they're gonna notice, but if you lose a truck every year, yeah. meh. <laughs> they're, they're like, you're like, here was my birthday. <laughs> you're the best. You're the best supply chain manager that we've ever hired. Plus, if um, you're if you're committing to, um, you know, if if you're committing to a a the long con, as it were, like yeah. you yeah. might as well. I mean, hell, stretch it out even further and get even get more money for your pension. You know, stretch it out until See, you're that's, seventy. That's the thing, Evan. That's when criminals get sucked in. That's when they get caught. They get sloppy because they get greedy. 
Yeah. We're not getting, we're not waiting till 70. We're getting out as soon as we can retire. Yeah, because that is the, but that is the one problem with your plan, Peter, is that if you start this job at 45, you've only got like 20 years of service. You max out your pension at 30 years. I mean, I think Evan's right. You need Uh, to hit that cap. So you're getting 90% of your final earnings at retirement in addition to the highlighter juice. Well, wait I mean, a I didn't guess you, you guys are being greedy, but all right. Didn't you... Okay, so I was going to really dissect the fine details of this, but I decided instead that I'm going to make a terrible joke. All right, you guys, are you guys ready? We're waiting for it, Evan. Okay, all right. <laughs> gone in 60 seconds. More like gone in 60 years. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, actually. I love it. I personally think that's a great joke, Evan. Hey, where, where is, this is going to be the first and only time that I ever summon Oscar. Oscar? Hey, I, where I don't are you? see him anywhere. I'm in a car. There's there's no What? Hey, uh sorry. I got your friend uh in a in a headlock. What? Let him I, go. Uh... Oscar, okay, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Let him go. Oh my god. Peter. What the fuck, dude? Uh I just want you guys to know I'm I'm really serious. And uh, I don't, I don't play around. Uh, oh, hey guys, I'm gonna take a breather. Jesus. I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, my throat hurts really bad. He's choked. He kind of choked me really hard. Yeah, Oscar was... the Joke Raider is kind of increasingly feels like a just scary and sinister figure. You know, Macklin, I really don't appreciate that kind of talk. Okay, you guys have been, you guys have been just taking craps on my head ever since I, ever since I first showed up. You guys have been just taking big old dumps. Right on my head. That joke, when you dump on my head, that's a zero out of seven. Oh, and when my that, zero meter gets too high, when my zero meter gets too high, I get a little cutty. I get a little knifey. So you better watch it, bud. Okay. Uh, Evan, your joke was a was a s- solid 5.7 out of seven. Okay. All right, well, th- uh, thanks, Oscar. Um... <laughs> He's got... He's gone. <coughs> okay. He just—he uh, was behind my seat. He was behind my seat. I'm in a car. For those, for those who are, <laughs> for our listeners, I'm sitting in a car because it's got good acoustics. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just sitting in a car, car recording this. Um, <laughs> wow. He was behind, okay. So is Oscar he's behind really? Is he gone? He's not behind the seat anymore. I don't even know how he got out of the car. The, none of the doors opened. He just disappeared into the shadows. That was a really you know scary situation. Out the back window. I'm, I know. I was really frightened. He just popped out. I didn't I didn't see him. He got me in a headlock, and it was like, not like a fun, kind of, I mean, you yeah, know, yeah. fun headlocks you and yeah, your boys I'm a, have. I'm an older sibling. This was like, yeah, this was like a jubam, like, slammer, like, of a headlock. Um you know. <laughs> Jabam Slammer? Is that like a, an elbow war? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. Almost like, almost like an elbow war. All right. Are you guys ready? All right. <laughs> hey, welcome to the new segment. Hey, everybody. Yeah, look, all the applause. You wait. Hold on, everybody. Stop, stop. Okay, thank you. I know, I know. I know, I know. Okay, all right, settle down. All right, are you guys... I like, <laughs> Hello, well, new I like segment. Good to meet you. <laughs> Would you care to introduce yourself? What? A host. I like the idea of a host saying, I know, I know, <laughs> to an audience that's clapping. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know how great I am. I know. I know. I know. Right. It's just in all my right. in my mind, can it? Anyway, I'm introducing a new, uh, new segment. segment. New segment. New segment. How are you, new segment? Hello, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna be great. This is gonna be this is gonna win. So I I I don't know what the title of the segment. It just occurred to me the other day. And Macklin, you unfortunately <laughs> were not were not in this pr- private chat. But I had the idea with Peter oh. that we should do a segment called can celebrities do that? And oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I forgot so about this. The idea is that we will have a, a debate structure, and I I sincerely hope that this works because I I really like the idea of this <laughs> of this segment. Um, so we take two celebrities, and then we take like a mundane task that 
like kind of an every person would be expected to do. But we asked the question, which celebrity would be better at that mundane task? Uh, oh, just some background. Know, I was just going to say, when you uh, said, can celebrities do that? I pictured it more as like, can Angelina Jolie get away with murder? <laughs> <laughs> also no, good. no. Uh, that also would good be segment. a good segment too. Um, but Peter, add add something. Wait, I want to say the background of this, which is really funny, is uh, for Macklin and for our listeners. Uh, Evan has like a running rating system in his head, and <laughs> <laughs> and in Tahoe, he looked at me dead serious, and he just sort of says. You're, you know, I think you're 40% better than me. <laughs> oh, my God. Just overall. And I, I was so, overall, and I was so caught off guard. I, I was like, what? I don't even know what that means. I, I told him I don't think that way. Um, and, I, and so I was asking him about that because it came up again. And uh, th- I was like, oh, I you know, what about celebrities? That's where this came from. Just because, yeah. you know, every segment needs to know the conversation that started it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It, so it, it wasn't just... I guess that that's a good point. I didn't come up with the idea purely on my own, um, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole point is that uh, that I earned that forty percent. You earned, yeah, yeah, you forty percent better at coming up with segments than Evan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so here's what I propose for the structure of this segment because I introduced it. I think that we should do like a debate format, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give each of you a celebrity. And then I'm going to give you, let's say, like a minute to to tell me if that celebrity will be better at that task than the other. Okay? You're telling me that I've got a debate against Mac? Are you kidding me? Are you what? Yeah. Are you, you're sending me as a sheep among the wolves right now. Well, you're gonna have which but, I can't remember if that's is that a good thing or a bad thing. Come no, it's a to wolf. my wolf den, Peter. <laughs> For the wolves are friendly, and they have eaten within the last few hours. They will do you no harm on this night. That I swear you on the honor of the full moon. <laughs> the honor of the full moon. Um, okay, so, uh, but Peter, I'll give you a little bit of a um, of a head start, because this is, this is the scenario that we had discussed. Um, uh, I don't remember. Uh, oh, Evan okay. is just the... texting me facts right now. He's just texting me facts and figures. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing you. <laughs> He's not. Because like I said, I think while I think you are 40% better than I am, I think Macklin is about 70% better than I am. That's a real conversation that we had. <laughs> that was, I, yeah, I wasn't going to say <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable with all of this. I, I, I am too. Mac, well, you have this no is, idea. We're sand, you have no idea. We're sandbagging you on purpose. All right, Macklin. And Peter. And so the question is, who would be better at navigating a grocery store? Mm. Lindsay Lohan or Charlie Sheen? Peter, <laughs> you get... Peter, I'm going to give you Charlie Sheen. And Macklin, I'm going to give you no. Lindsay Lohan. All right, who who, and, uh, who wants to start? I, I, need to, I need to argue in favor no matter what, right? No, no matter what, you need to argue that you think that Charlie Sheen is better okay. at at just navigating a grocery store. That's all they have to do. Okay, I, I, I'm ready. All right, and why don't you? Oh shit! I don't. This thing is so different. Do we have a time limit? <laughs> so, uh, for for the first round, yeah, we'll do a minute. We have an opening opening statement is a minute, right? Uh, yeah, opening statement's a minute. All right, ready and go. Okay. <clears throat> Charlie Sheen is many things. A philanderer, perhaps a drug addict, but most of all, a cherished American actor. You remember him in Two and a Half Men? Remember him in the hit movie Wall Street in from the 1980s? Would a man like this, who has plagued the American heartland for so long. <laughs> 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 Be capable of shopping at your average grocery store. <laughs> the answer is yes. Using his money and his acumen for acquiring prostitutes and drugs, he would navigate the aisles with a plum and grace. If he was lost, he would call upon his not one 
not two, but three wives to Five aid seconds. him in his quest to find groceries. This is why Charlie Sheen is my pick for president of the United States 2020. <laughs> okay, time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right, Macklin, are you, are you ready? <laughs> I, I'm ready as I'll ever be. Okay, all right. And, and for the listeners at home, Macklin is arguing in favor of Lindsay Lohan navigating a grocery store. And go. Lindsay Lohan has to navigate grocery stores for herself because she fell from grace a long time ago. Charlie Sheen made over a million dollars per episode on Two and a Half Men. Does someone who makes that kind of bank, who at one point was the highest paid actor on television, need to shop at grocery stores? No, someone who has lost everything needs to shop at their own grocery store. But most importantly, Lindsay Lohan knows how to shop because of two syllables that mean everything. Fashion. Someone who has their own fashion line spends a lot of time in malls. She has to go scout her competitors. She has to go make sure that her suppliers are actually selling to the right stores. And when she's in the mall, you know, she's at the Airy, she's at the H&M, whatever is selling her products. She's going to scoot over to the Ralph's and make sure that, uh, you know, no low-level competitors are taking her shit. Fashion, groceries, Lohan. All right, time. Wow. Well, those were both, I have to applaud you both. Those were very strong opening remarks. Um, okay, I think that the, the only way to close this off, because I do need, I need 30 seconds more from each of you. I need, <laughs> I need 30 seconds, beginning to end, describe how, uh, and I'm, I'm gonna give you each a different thing. So, so Peter, <laughs> yeah. describe to me how Charlie Sheen finds the toothpaste. Go. Charlie Sheen steps into the Ralphs. He takes a hit of crack, <coughs> magnifying all of his senses. Like, you have no idea how sharp Charlie Sheen's senses are. Because of this, he doesn't look at the signs. He runs straight as fast as he can through any objects that he sees in his way directly to the toothpaste, which he already knew the location of. He didn't need okay. to find Time. it. He Time. Okay, so, so he, welcome, America. he used crack to uh, essentially like instant transmission to the, the toothpaste. Okay. All right, Macklin. Yeah. Describe for me how Lindsay Lohan would find a ripe avocado. Go. So when Lindsay Lohan was a kid, her parents, Dennis Quaid and Natasha Richardson, got divorced in the movie The Parent Trap, and she lived those years double, playing both herself and her identical twin. She had to spend a lot of time finding avocados for the household, because her parents were busy, you know, getting divorced and getting back together, and poor little Lindsay had to run her own life, you know? Uh, we don't see that part of the story in the film The Parent Trap, but she was living each of those years twice as long. Okay. Long, time. as if she was in a hyperbaric chamber <laughs> oh boy okay all right i'm i've i've reached a verdict mm -hmm. okay are you are you guys ready yes yeah, sure. the prepared. pressure the pressure is high and i just want to say that i commend the both of you for tackling this new segment with a plum mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, just generally being very, very funny. And I appreciate Objection. you both. Objection. Okay, go <clears throat> ahead. Objection. Uh, Macklin used a peach, not a plum. <laughs> <laughs> Objection. Okay. Charlie Sheen doesn't know how, where to find a plum in a round. Okay, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Thank you both. Okay. Oh, my God, Evan's holding us apart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fight you. I'm gonna fight you I'm so hard right you. now. Yeah, come at All me. All right, you guys. All right, here's the deal. The winner is I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fussy put around. The winner is Charlie Sheen, and actually, for <laughs> yeah. for none of the reasons that you mentioned, Peter. <laughs> the reason that I <laughs> the reason that I believe 
objectively, and I'm and I'm the master. I'm the objective master of this topic. Yeah. That Charlie Sheen is better at navigating a grocery store than Lindsay Lohan is because he has kids. Hmm. Oh, right. That he takes really good care of. That he takes really good care of. So there's no no way. I mean, Lindsay Lohan doesn't even have kids. You have to know where everything is. I think it would be really funny if that was the way that uh, debates worked was it was like all right now that we've seen uh what barack obama and mitt romney both have to offer the objective answer is barack obama is a better candidate <laughs> well, or, that's, the, or the that, court system that's what being a pundit like a, is right like like a judge goes well i've heard uh, the prosecuting attorney's final remarks and uh you know i i think you guys have both made a really good the case but here's new information that was not presented by either attorney um, and because of this i'm going to convict this person <laughs> oh boy yes all right well that well that's it for me who wants to introduce the next segment <laughs> Sweet little baby, thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you for listening to... What episode is this? We're in the teens, baby. We're a teenager now, I think. Wait, no, I don't think so. I think this might just be 11. We're tweens, baby. Well, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, only have one thing to ask of you. Please send us an email at contentlacking at gmail.com uh, we, we would like to hear from you send us a topic for story time we want to do a story time that is inspired by emails that we've gotten in the next few one of the few episodes of the future maybe like a five episodes from now we're going to do a story time inspired by emails send us an email at contentlacking at gmail.com with the subject line story time and we will maybe if we get enough emails uh do a story time based on those emails in other news please tell your friends about the podcast we don't have any money to spend on marketing and so we don't uh we would just like you to tell somebody if you like this uh someone else who might like this uh, will be happy if you share it with them. And that's what we're doing here is trying to make people happy. We hope we're making you happy. And uh, that's it. So enjoy the podcast, little babies. I don't know why I'm calling you little babies. But I am. I love you. I love you. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, well, you know, you're going to hear me in like two seconds. All right. Bye-bye. Story time. Story time. I'm excited. Okay. So... This story time is going to be brought to you by, by... Oh, no. Oh, shit. Did we just lose someone off this call? Oh, shit. <laughs> I probably... think that we just lost Peter DePaulo. Well, don't, this story don't stop time recording. is brought to you... This story time is brought to you by uh, issues in telephone <laughs> access in Arroyo Grande, California. I've been disconnected, and now I'm reconnecting. Um, hey, Evan, let's have a little mini segment within a segment while we're waiting for Peter to dial... Uh, back in. Uh, should we okay. guess what story time prompt Peter might have? Okay, so last time it was animals. This time I think it's going to be... I'm back. Okay. Did you ever stop recording? <laughs> nope. All right, well, that'll be fun audio. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll be super um, fun okay. audio. <clears throat> so uh, this... I, I Did you guys guess about what... what um, 
uh, the the thingy was. Yeah, we well, were just I, I was, about to guess. We were going what to. What were you going to say, Evan? <clears throat> okay. I was gonna I was gonna say specific species of bears, but I I no that guys. was wrong. No guys. Oh, I was gonna say titles so... of uh, boxcar children books. Um, no, I got such a good story time. You guys are gonna like literally, literally, literal. Get literal right now. Um, <clears throat> this story time is brought to you by the sfbaycraigslist.org missed connections. <gasps> oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes, missed connections. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, um, hey, Peter. And I'm, yeah. You've got to pre-screen these misconnections uh, by me and Evan to make sure that none of them are us that posted them, because that's about 30% of the SFB Craigslist misconnections. You guys are trying to find each other. Yeah. Well, we... <laughs> it's just each other. <laughs> I feel really bad that I belched over the top of that. Uh, it's okay. You're gonna. Um, I'll just edit your entire. I'll just edit your entire track out. Okay. Okay. Good. That that's probably the best for everything. All right. Um. So okay. Some of these, by the way, I I don't know if you guys have delved into the hell that is Craigslist misconnections, um, or to be honest, Craigslist community. But um, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's it's like a really wide range of like reasonable people who are like, hey, you were a cute person standing on top of a duck. Um, and I said, get off that duck. Um, uh, and you scowled at me. I actually, and your scowl yeah, was yeah, the I most thought. beautiful scowl I've seen <laughs> since my uncle Terrence. Um, okay. I, I want to, I, I'm going to give you both, uh, the, the, the story, not, not at the same time, but I'm not, I'm, I, I'm gonna do a little uh, a little tuning. Either I'm gonna give you just the title, or I'll read you a portion of the story. But for no, the no, first no, no, no. I think we should go. just do title. Okay, good, because the titles are pretty good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay, Evan, this is for you okay. because you're such a big fan of Martin McDonough, and you've read uh, a lot of Martin McDonough plays on top of having. Um, masturbated to all of the movies that were made from him. Wow. <laughs> um, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Wait, is that true? Did you, you actually masturbate to, re- to a movie? You had to reveal Jeez, that on the man. podcast? You might as well tell my the last four of my social. God. <laughs> that is the security question on Evan's back. Yeah, it's the security question. Which, which, which okay. filmmaker's entire catalog have you baited it to? Um... Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm actually just... I, I that, that was completely mindless drivel while I was trying to find my timer in my phone. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, that's good. As so, mindless drivel uh, goes, it was a good one. Okay, are, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Well, no, but... Yes. Your title is... <clears throat> so what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you, if they have it, it'll say, like, M4M yeah. or W4W, which is... Yeah, okay. So this is W4M. Woman for man. Okay. Are you the Starbucks man? <laughs> I was looking. I was looking at. I was looking at his. I was looking at him from across my latte, and I couldn't help but notice the sweat that was beating up in his left eyebrow, which was hanging off the edge of his eyebrow ring, and I, and I thought to myself, that man. He's working. He's really working hard. And he's not just working for the weekend because it's Saturday today. And I couldn't help, couldn't help but notice the sweat fell down and it, in, in slow motion fell into the slow drip coffee that he was serving the older man. And I thought to myself, oh, to be that older man, to imbibe some essence of this beautiful Rufio looking man in the financial district. Search for me, Rufio. We can both time, fly. Time. I fucked up. I fucked up. Okay. <laughs> Search oh me, my Rufio. God. Rufio. Um, I, I, sorry I missed the, uh, the mark. Okay. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Macklin, we're, 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 we're chugging, we're chugging through this. Are you ready for your, 
Full of props. Myself and my den of wolves are prepared to feast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is... um, I I did some digging on this one. This is M4W. Okay. Um, And just for some extra flavor, it's in El Cerrito. Okay, M4W in El Cerrito. Your prompt is playing at the garbage dump. A garbage day, I catch her eye, and she looks at me, but with dismay. It's garbage day, garbage day. I walk across, but it's a dump. I fall through trash and take my lumps. She walks away, and I say, hey. She turns around and says, don't bother me, garbage man. Don't bother me, garbage man. And I turn to her, and I say, hey, my name is Stan. And she's smitten by the man. Five seconds. Because this is my land. (laughs) Time. So, well, <laughs> that was the greatest thing. Oh my so, god! Uh, real artistic license was just uh, <laughs> singing a song. <laughs> I, I thought it was gonna be a, a musical. Yeah, um, that was incredible. Yeah, but I guess it was. That was from um. Okay. <laughs> just all right. Oh, you got one. I've got one for you, Peter. Um, okay. Holy moly! This yeah. just makes me so nervous. I'm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still just recovering from from that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Gosh. Okay. Sorry. I'm also trying to. Ugh, I'm trying to set up a timer. Normally, I use the time like in the app, but I I don't have it set up correctly. All right. You ready? I've, I've got the a timer ready. Okay. You got it. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've got it. Yeah. I'm ready. Okay. So it is. It is an M4W. Um, okay. And also in El Cerrito. And okay. it is perfect split-legged squats at 24-hour fitness. And <laughs> go. I don't know, doctor. This girl was, was different some intangible way. Well, how is she different? I Something about her. Maybe it was her smile. Maybe it was the way that she she carried herself. Or perhaps, it was the weight of the world that she carried on her shoulders when she split her legs apart. My heart grew so much older, I was wiser and bolder. I knew I would always love her, Mr. Doctor, will you cure me of my love? Uh, no, th- no, that's not what I do here. But uh, it sounds like you just really liked her ass, the the way that she uh, <laughs> she seconds. did a very sexual squat. <laughs> okay, time. <laughs> a very sexual squat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Oh my god, that! Wow. Well, that, that good, good, good job to the both of you. I, I wish, I, now I wish that I could like have a do-over and make mine a musical too, because that was music. so good. See, I, I, I mean, honestly, Macklin introduced the innovation. I was like, I didn't know we could do musicals in story time. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. He, he taught me a whole new thing about the life of the world. My the wolves life. have been begging to howl. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I said my wolves have been begging to howl. <laughs> that, that sounds like that sounds like such a terrible like pickup line. My wolves. Um, 
Um, Can I tell you guys an amazing uh, Craigslist misconnection story just real quick? Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure. So... I, I, w- I was watching this improv show uh, in which they like grab someone's phone from the audience and the shtick is that they like look at the person's phone history and improvise some stuff based on it. You know, they ask the person some questions and this guy from the audience, they go through his phone history and they find Craigslist misconnections and they ask him what he posted on misconnections. And he said, oh, well, there was this girl at the gym and I thought that maybe she might have posted a misconnection for me, so I was looking on Craigslist to see if she had. And I realized, oh. wow, there is someone out there who actually looks on Craigslist misconnections without affirmatively deciding to post one on their end. So there apparently yeah, is some purpose for insane. this part of the site. I ne- My lord. I never really, well, I, yeah, I guess, I mean, I never would have used it, but I never... I, I've always thought that these things were hilarious because it's like, who who in their right mind, I mean, I, who thinks, oh, I saw that she was wearing, a, she had a really nice purple umbrella. And then the person with the purple umbrella is like, that man has lovely green skin. And then they both look on, they both look on Craigslist for each other. Like, how often let's, does it actually work? Let's destroy... Let's destroy the human race together. <laughs> Let's kill all of the humans. Um, we, we are united by this. Okay, so I, I, it's coming. It's coming to that part of the podcast where <laughs> devil's I have, wager, Evan's wager. I, it's the devil's wager. I have a story. I have a story that actually happened to me recently that was pretty funny. Okay, all right. Or we could just jump to the, <laughs> the thirty-six questions that lead to love. Wait a second, Evan. Can you think you could keep the story kind of short? Maybe we could do both. <laughs> oh, okay. Let me try. Okay. So I was walking around uh, the complex where Rachel and I... Rachel. Oh, Rachel. And I live. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was coming back. I, I, was, I was getting lunch, and then I was coming back. And I noticed, like, inside the gate where you come in, there was a cat on the like on the ground like a a, kind of a beautiful black cat with green eyes and then there was a man just like kind of standing maybe 10 feet away from the cat just looking at the cat and i was like oh okay so that so that man is just kind of looking at that cat and then he sees me and he kind of goes he kind of has this look on his face it's like oh god here we go and i was like wait what's happening (laughs) and the closer i got i realized oh that's his cat like that's his that's this man's cat and he's i guess Uh he's walking this cat like there wasn't a leash there wasn't a harness or anything but he was he was walking this or like he was walking alongside this cat and then i walking by and i just couldn't help myself i just go i'm sorry is that is that your cat and he was like yeah (laughs) yes and i was like are you walking like he his attitude this whole time was like Leave me the f- <laughs> leave me the fuck alone, and and I'm like, well, that's just so cool that you're like walking your cat, and he's like, yeah, we we walk every day. Every day I go for a little walk, and she just she follows me, and I just was like, okay, well, all right, well, cool, well, ha- have a have a good day, but the cat at this point is kind of like in- interested in me because she just like can't stop, li- and then she starts taking some paces oh. towards me, and this guy's like, come on, come on, Kiki. Come, come on, come on, no. and I, I like, I guess I disrupted their walk. But I was like, what kind of a person are you that you you're taking your cat on a leashless walk, and you're gonna act like this when like in a in a public or a pseudo public area? Like I just was so struck by his, he he was so weirded out that I would like engage with them and be like, dude, that's crazy. Are you walking a cat right now? Like. <laughs> I think that 80% of the time that someone is leashlessly walking a black cat and reacts to you like that, it's because the cat is some sort of transformed supernatural figure. You are kind Obviously. of a minor yeah. bit character in his story that in is- which... 
either Satan or some angel is leading him to some place and he there's in his head there's like ominous music playing and it's like is this guy going to find me out and then he's like yeah yeah <laughs> all right let's he's, keep going he's like a warlock and that's his it, familiar yeah alternative alternative it's professor mcgonagall <laughs> and, and he's, he's in, a wizard he's and he's love. annoyed she's still in yeah he's in love um, Are we going to get uh, copyright infringement co for you mentioning? Uh, well, here's some more copyright infringement. Kiki, do you love me? You're a kitty. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Also, Kiki's delivery service. There's a yeah. there's a black oh, hat in that. Shenanigans. Oh. Dude, this guy this guy had something magic going on. You need to find him and ask him to let you into either Hogwarts or his plot to like save the human race or like his soul searching like through the metaphysical world and the occult. Whatever Ooh. it is, get in on it, Evan. Get in what? on that. Yeah, or his plan to deliver stuff on a broom <laughs> along with this cat. <laughs> Equally, equally uh, entertaining. <laughs> okay. All right, you guys. It's time. It's time for the 36 questions. It is time. And you know yep. what? You both have chosen the question so many times. It's, I've chosen yeah, the it's, question once. You <laughs> yeah. I, I think what you mean, Evan, I think what you mean, Evan, is that I have hijacked this segment for the last, like, five episodes. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's, yeah, I couldn't remember exactly. I just remember thinking, like, wait a minute, I haven't chosen in a long time, and I don't want to give my It's just me. Hey, it's Evan, totally while, just um, me. While you're choosing it, can you also introduce the segment? Yes. Uh, that's, sorry, Michael. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's better that other people have been doing it. Um, so these are uh, the 36 questions that lead to love. They are questions that were used as part of a study, um, and they have been scientifically proven to create intimacy in strangers. Um, they, they took a... I don't remember. Look it up. If you look up the 36 questions that lead to love... <laughs> Well, I could I could go into Jeez the whole Louise. thing, but to be honest, I'm not going to be able to explain oh it as well as somebody else. Um, oh. Hey, Evan. Hey, Evan. You know my favorite part of like the talk, like Jimmy Kimmel. Sh the Jimmy Kimmel. My favorite <laughs> talk show is is the part where he goes, is the part where Jimmy Kimmel goes. <laughs> Hey, this segment, well, okay, it's not really a segment, but, you know, I mean, it is a good segment, but, you know, Twitter? Okay, so Twitter is this this platform where people can, like, post little things. Well, just look it up. Just go online, look up what Twitter is. Um, anyway, and then, uh, this, yeah, so this is, is, this these is are tweets. the 36 questions that lead to love, so this is the part where we ask each other one of these 36 questions, and then uh, we become 136th more in love with each other. Um, Sponsored so by Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> sponsor? Yeah, you better sponsor. Oh, we haven't done that yet. You better sponsor us, Jimmy Kimmel, or else I'm going to tell everybody that you and Jimmy Fallon are actually the same person, just with a weird human suit. Yeah, weird, dirty aliens. <laughs> you weird, dirty like aliens. lizard aliens. Um, so this one is. Um, I'm pretty sure we haven't asked this one, but I can't access that document. Um, but it's okay. It doesn't matter. Um, before making a phone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? Um, I guess I can go first on that. Um, so just let me step out for a second and rehearse this answer. If you guys have a couple of minutes. Um, okay. Yeah. We, I have a couple of minutes. Do you have a couple of minutes? Peter? Okay. Yeah, I got a couple of minutes. Yeah, okay. just edit right. it. All right, welcome back, Macklin. Um, so I <laughs> don't ever rehearse what I have to say before a phone call, but I have this thing where after a phone call, every once in a while, I will wonder whether I had a confusing turn of phrase or I pronounced a word in a funny way because I have this profound need to communicate myself in a way that people are never confused about the words that I choose. And so sometimes in the bathroom, after a phone call, I'll repeat that sentence over and over again. And it'll just be like, <laughs> it's almost like a tongue twister, like, and then I went to the store, and then I went to the store, and then I went to the store. And every once in a while, there'll be someone who then comes out of the stall in the bathroom if I'm in a public place, and I'll just have been like, and then I went to the store, and then I went to the store. Um, and no, no one's ever confronted me about it, but they know. Um, but I Wait, guess I on. just... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that, is that real? Yeah. 
Like like um, the I mean, people pe- people who have been in the stall at the same time as you, and you've been doing that. I mean, not in the same stall, but yeah, they'll be in a stall no, I mean... while I'm doing that in a bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> and and they can hear you. Yeah, and it's oh, wow. uh, you know it's something that I do a lot less now. I think mostly because I to give a little insight into my life to our listeners, I, I will probably spend say. 30 to 40 hours a week just on the phone, um, yeah. like for work-related stuff. And then I would say of my free time, I probably spend 50% of that on the phone. Um, and so, you know, collectively, you know, 50, 60 hours a week of phone time, maybe, maybe a little less than that. Um, there's just, I've gotten very used to and comfortable with that as my primary mode of communication. But back when I used to be more nervous about phone calls because I was more of an introvert it was an after the fact thing usually that i would kind of huh. run over what i had said well that's really that's really interesting <clears throat> i i think you've I, I remember that you've mentioned that before off off the air um because unfortunately for our patreon subscribers we don't record every single aspect of our lives um but but yeah that that's really fascinating that you like you go over it after the fact. Do you, do you ever call them back? Like, do you ever call somebody back and go, hey, just so you guys know, I went to the store. Like, <laughs> that's... No, not really. Um, I mean, most of the time, I just come to the conclusion that they're going to, you know, figure it out. And that if... A lot of the times, it's I'm worried that, like, a, a name or a proper name that I've said sounds like a word or that type of thing. And eventually, I just realize, mm-hmm. well, I mean, they didn't react as if I had said that, so I assume that I said what I intended to say. Wow. Yeah. That's really, huh, that's that's interesting. Um, I think that for myself, I don't, uh, like, I don't rehearse what I'm going to say, but maybe I should, <laughs> because I think that sometimes I, I, I actually get kind of <laughs> nervous when I'm making a phone call, um, because oftentimes I'm like, unless it's something that I regularly do, like I, I pretty regularly, uh, have a phone call with, uh, with my friend, Josh, um, with my, my bestie, Josh, shout outs, Josh Bowen. He needs it. You better sponsor us, Josh Bowen, or else I'm going to tell everybody what you put in the Kool-Aid at the 10 year high school reunion. Um, Oh boy, dark. <laughs> so we usually have we have kind of like a set time. Like every every Monday evening we we have a call. So that I don't I don't feel any kind of anxiety about. Um but and same with this. Like we have kind of a regular time that we that we talk. So it doesn't doesn't fill me with any kind of anxiety, but like if I get a phone call from somebody or if I'm calling somebody I do have I do have like a little bit of a panic almost, um, like I'm like what happened? Especially because nowadays you know with text messages and and everything, it's it's happened before even with you, Macklin, where one time um, you called me. I don't know if you remember this, but you called me and I answered like, hey hey what's up? And you're like, oh hey just you know just calling to to say what's up? And I was like, oh are are you okay? <laughs> you, I don't know if you. I don't know if you have any memory of this at all. Like, I, like you said, you spend forty minutes uh, or forty hours a week on the on the phone. So to you, you just were yeah. like, ah, I'm gonna talk to Evan, and I, I'm driving, so I can't text him. Like, yeah, I, I do remember that. Um, I mean, I also think that to that end, it's one of the interesting things that I find about most people in our generation is that we all seem to have like certain regular. like certain regular social calls we make and then it's if you call someone who's like a friend but they aren't you don't have that phone call relationship with (laughs) it's kind of like holy shit so-and-so's calling me they must be like in a ditch somewhere strung out and need my help yeah yeah or like or when my mom calls me oh my god like when my when my parents call me just shut everything down i'm 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 shitting myself um so anyway um, so yeah, I, I don't rehearse, but I probably should, and I probably should practice more, uh, less having less anxiety about being on the phone. And I also think that like, 
for for work related purposes it really helps me to have an agenda because if i'm if i'm going to call either a vendor or a client or like a lawyer or whatever it is like i sometimes find myself just sort of rambling and then after i get off the phone i'm like oh shit we didn't talk about the like three things that i actually wanted to discuss <laughs> um so I, I guess I, I get distracted easily. So I, I would maybe benefit from, mm. from a little bit of, of rehearsing what I'm going to say. Huh. What about um, you, Peter? Yeah, I never rehearse what I'm going to say. Um, a long time ago, I used to try to predict like whole conversations. Um, and I'd convinced myself back then that I was like really good at it. But in hindsight, I mean, I haven't done it since. But uh, I in hindsight, I think I was just like... If I got close enough, I would count it as a win, and I was like, you know, a teenager, so I would, I'd be like, I have to be a superhuman in some way. Um, but uh, you know, so for business calls, for important calls, uh, I will have like a beat, a beat sheet of things that I want to say, no matter what happens in the conversation. Uh, so like to your point of like that would probably help you. It's totally helpful for like, oh, uh, like. I have three things to say and I'm not going to deviate from those things. Mm. If they ask me a question, I'm going to try to answer the question I want to answer, not the question that they, they actually asked me unless it's <laughs> not, wow. not like at a, <laughs> not at a politician level, but I, I mean, if they, if they, if they're asking a question that I know will lead to something that's not going to be productive for either of us, like, um, you know, Hey, did you finish that project? Uh, no, <laughs> Uh, that was a joke, guys. Yeah, yeah. That was a joke. Okay. No, no, it's definitely not a joke. Um, <laughs> so, okay. uh, <laughs> no, it was a joke. It was a joke. Um, but I, I, funny enough, I actually have a thing that's similar to Max, which is I don't go over like specific wording of a conversation. I'm not, I'm not as concerned with meaning, but, um, I, I will go over and over and over a conversation in certain social situations, um, you, you know, or certain phone calls where I'm like, oh, I said this in this way. Like, did I, did I maybe come off in a certain tone? Like, oh, did I have this tone when mm. I said that or this tone? Did they think that I was like, I really hope they didn't misunderstand what I was saying in this tonal way. It's not exactly like meaning. It's more of like tone. Yeah. Like, oh, do they think I'm a bad person because of the way I said that? Um, or, you know, or because every time they ask me a question, I say, well, that's an interesting question, but let me tell you about what I want to say. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, hmm. yeah. So that's it. And then the other thing is I do have this really bad habit to have imaginary conversations where I imagine conversations with like, um, like strangers or people driving. Um, and it's actually really creepy the way that it comes out. It's like a loud whisper where I'll be walking down the street, basically conducting a, a whole conversation that I'm just imagining with somebody. Um, I, uh, I like this I'll, level. So I'll be talking about this loud. Like to yourself? To myself. It's terrifying. And the reason, okay, here's Whoa. the worst part. I you didn't both, know. You both I didn't have know I was, this thing of like, Really Talk, talking to yourselves in in public. Yeah, we do. I wow. I found this out by the way. It was not that I like do it in a mirror. I was not aware that I did this. But one time I was recording like a like a little thing in the car where I was like, oh, personal note and like some songs I'm thinking of. You know, it was one of those sure. silly things. And somebody almost hit me in uh. <laughs> Like, in the car, like, someone almost crashed their car into me. I had to stop in the middle of an intersection, like, and, and they blew through a red light. And it, like, reset my my mental track. Like, it took all of my my focus away from the the like note, <laughs> recording yeah, I was doing. Like, so auditory note-taking. I forgot kind of... I was, yeah, I forgot I was recording. Wow. So there was this recording where it was like, um, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking. Oh, shit. Long pause. <laughs> and then five minutes into it. <laughs> like oh my me talking at a loud whisper to myself imagining a conversation with the person who almost hit me like wow. what were you doing what do you think what do you think <laughs> <laughs> these questions oh, wow. are supposed really to make people love us right yeah no they um, yeah. fall in love with each other <laughs> That definitely made made me yeah. well. I don't know about falling more in love with the both of you, but now I'm thinking to myself like, 
maybe I do that at night and I'm totally not aware of it. Like I, I definitely, <laughs> and we've talked about this before, I definitely sing in public and whistle to myself a lot. Like I, I always have that going on, but I don't know if I, mm-hmm. if I have like little conversations under my breath or I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess they're I, not little conversations, Evan. They're big conversations. They're b- <laughs> yeah, we cover the big issues on this talking to myself podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, speaking of of this podcast, thank you so much for listening to this episode of content. Like, I don't know why I have my hands in the air. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like waving <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to uh, goodbye, to this episode goodbye. of Content Lacking. I've been Evan Crockett. I've been Peter DePaulo and will continue to be Peter DePaulo. I have I'm, been I'm Max Zilber, Evan. but the future is unwritten. And I'm I'm done being Evan Crockett, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> gonna hang up that gonna hang up that identity. Yeah, I'm just, I'm hanging it up like an old cloak. Um, oh, that reminds me, I I read something. Well, okay, that that's that's the teaser for next time. Yeah, I, I think next you got to finish that now. Okay, well, I'll just tell you what it's about. Batman. Okay, next time on Content Lacking, Batman. Next time on Content Lacking. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.